I had a friend of mine in Cleveland, Ohio. He came to my office just last year and said, man, I was having some real problems in my home with my wife. They've been married for about 35 or 40 years. He says, I tried everything to be that kind of a man. And he says this, Truman, guess what I did? I want to be that man of integrity, that man of honesty, and that man of influence, and that man of intimacy. He says, I start praying for Vera. Oh, man, she was cantankerous. And he said, Truman, guess what? I prayed for her. And he said, Vera, got to be so sweet, it scared me. This is Jerry G. Martin. Today, you're going to hear a message from Dr. Truman Martin, who spoke to our men at one of our past men's conference as we prepare for our men's gathering coming up on May 5th. I want every man to listen in closely and stay tuned after today's message. We're going to share with you how you can connect with us on our upcoming men's gathering. Now let's walk in the light of God's word. The Bible says in Proverbs 20 and 7, a just man walks in his integrity. I believe there was an integrity with Toyota. They knew long before it was announced that that was an inferior product placed in that automobile that causes death. And if you're not walking in integrity, you're going to pay for it. Let me move on. My time is just about up. Number one, a man of integrity. And number two, a man of intimacy. It comes from the Latin word, means within. Which means, brother, means to be a real man that I can share my life with another. Allowing others to enter into your heart. And, and oftentimes we have a problem because we got some stuff in there that we don't want nobody to know, that we don't want nobody to see. We all have sinned and we all have come short of the glory of God. But when you know that you know that God has come into your life and the end results of Christ's entrance into a man's life is righteousness. Allowing others into your heart. When you know you're right, you can open up your heart. When you know you're right with your wife, you can open your heart. When you're right with your children, you can open your heart. When you're right in the marketplace, you can open up your heart. Got a heart, not cold, not callous. Can't touch, ain't gonna talk. And I know the, the, the situation is, and brother, it's been stated that women average about 35,000 words a day and the brother about 10,000. So by the time the brother gets home, he's closed up. He, he's finished. And the wife just getting started. I, but, but yes. <laughs> Help me say, a man that's intimate. Intimate with your wife and you, you care and you, you share. Pull back the layers of your own heart. First of all, you want to be intimate with God. God, I, I worship you and God, I praise you and God, I glorify you. Listen here, when you come to that place of divine and intimate relationship, you don't mind standing up and you don't mind giving God praise and giving God glory and giving God honor. When you think of the goodness of Jesus and what he's done for your life. Oh, what I love to see is men shouting and men praising God. And I wonder if any brothers here that you are praisers and you don't mind giving God glory and you're intimate with God early in the morning. You are stressed out and giving God praise and glory. Not only are you intimate with God, but you're intimate with your family. You're able to open up and to share. And this, brotherings, you're also intimate with other men. I don't mean sexually. I want to make that clear. 
Ain't nobody rubbing their beard against my mustache. <laughs> Brothers, do you have it? Come on and say hallelujah. hallelujah. Come on, say it like you. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Praise God. Men, real men. Number three, a man of identity. Out of this conference, and a lot of men don't even know who they are. Who are you? And oftentimes when we go to meetings and when we go to places, first of all, in particular, all in the corporate world and world when people are trying to, to be something. And brother, as I know that you have sized me up today. It's all right. I don't mind you doing it. You look me over. Men are like that. Sisters are not like that. They just see it and they just start phrasing the Lord. Glory to God. Even when you came to this church, you sized up Pastor Jerry. You sit back and look at him. Why, so honey, I believe you better join. Uh-uh, let me look at him. That's the way God made us. Don't back off of that. We are territorial. We need identity. Who are you? Who am I? Do I really know who I am? And let me say this, I, my time is about up, that I don't need nobody to affirm me. I have Jesus Christ and identify with him. No longer is it how much money I make, what kind of car I drive, what house I live in, uh, uh, some, some, some bling bling and some rims and I know who I am and, and I need men to know. Says, I may not have an education but I, I do know who I am. I am truly and I can stand man to man with any man because of my integrity and, and because of my intimacy and because I know who I am. And then again, we're trying to bring this to a close and becoming a man of influence. Man of influence. Say with me, a man of influence. Amen. I don't believe that God would have you to live 20, 30, 40, 50 years and have not shaped somebody else's life. I want to leave something for the next generation, generations yet unborn. Men of influence and brotherings, do you know there is an aroma, there is a, a sense of presence when you walk in the room. Somebody ought to be able to feel you. Men of influence. When you come home, your wife ought to be able to feel you. Your children ought to be able to sense that there is a presence here, a presence for protection, a presence for guidance, a presence for provision. Who do you motivate in your life? Have you made life better for someone else? Have you caused change in someone else's life? Is there a passion for an influence? Become a mover and a shaker. Brother Jerry remembered this and he teased me about this and I'm his oldest brother. There ought to be something to move you. I was moved during the civil rights struggle in East Texas. There ought to be something that calls you to move. My father said, Truman, you're going to get killed over a sandwich. Leave them folk alone. There ought to be something on the inside. And I remember on Senior Center Street where we used to catch the Liberty Road bus back in the day. I went into that little place. I don't know what it was, Princess, back in the early 60s to eat. I was so nervous I left the food there. <laughs> there ought to be something on the inside of every man out of this conference and come to know God by my born again experience that I want to change. Make life better for someone else. 
And Jesus was that way. Jesus was a man of influence and Paul was a man of influence. Martin Luther King was a man of influence. And these qualities, a man of integrity. You can make a charge today that I will be that man of integrity. I will be that man of intimacy. I will be that man that would identify and I, I know who I am and cause others to receive an identity and I will be that man of influence and lastly, a man of involvement. Someone said in this conference and I glean from it, he says, I will not allow my wife to outpray me. I will not allow my wife to outfash me. I will not allow as a man of my house and brother, let me just share this secret with you. We need to be in charge. God put something in us that we have to be in control. And that's wrong with that, long as in a godly way. So, so y'all guys, were y'all looking at me? Like, remember I said, to lead a woman is the easiest thing to do if you are that God man. Let me just share this with you. And brother, often asked me, said, Pastor, I got problems in my home, and what can I do? And I think, I said to him, first of all, become that spiritual leader in your home. Let her see you in prayer. And it's something about a woman when she sees her husband in prayer, when she sees her husband on his knees and calling out his wife's name and said, Lord, bless her and Lord, strengthen her and, and God, I love her. Guess what? Something changed. I had a friend of mine in Cleveland, Ohio. He came to my office just last year and said, Truman said, guess what? Man, I was having some real problems in my home, real problems in my, with my wife, and they've been married for about 35 or 40 years. He says, I tried everything to be that kind of a man, and he says this, Truman, guess what I did? I wanted to be that man of integrity, that man of honesty, and that man of influence, and that man of intimacy. Guess he, he said this to me. He says, I start praying for Vera. Oh, man, she was cantankerous. You don't know nobody like that. All of the wives here are very sweet and submissive and very, very loving and kind. You guys don't have that problem. But they have it in Ohio. And, and he said, uh, Truman, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? I pray for her. And he said, Vera, got to be so sweet, it scared me. <laughs> Become that man today. I want to challenge you. I think one of the greatest things that you can do, brethren, is lift your hands and shout with me, hallelujah. hallelujah. Your potential is far greater than what you know. Have enough men to turn Houston around. Enough of men to redeem this community. Amen. Enough men to cause this church to make an impact. But I wonder how many of you are involved in your local church. It's okay to set the mighty men of valor pledge. It's okay to say amen to me. But how many of you have made a commitment to serve in your local church to do a God work for God? I'm involved with dentistry almost full time. Someone says, Truman, how do you do it? And involved with the church. I said, God has given me the grace to do it. Only what you do for Christ will last. As I come to a close, my brothers, this day, God is requiring of you something. And I want you to stand with me, brothers. How many of you say, I want to be that man? Let me just see your hand. 
I know something great is going to happen. And I stand with you. I'm a man. I love my men to my church. I will, lay, I will literally lay down my life for them. Men, you know how it is. Let me just make this statement. Just when I was in California, your pastor was there. And one of the young girls that was there, she went back to the office where she worked. She says, that was a Truman Martin, a, a dentist that preached in Brother Leon's church. And the dentist there said, who? What was his name? He said, Truman Martin. So why didn't you tell me that Truman was going to be in town? She said, I didn't know. She said, do you know him? He said, yes. At Howard University, we were in the trenches together. A time of real struggle. Time of real struggle. Men remember that. What would other men remember you for? This is Jerry G. Martin, and thank you again for listening to this broadcast. You've been hearing a message by Dr. Truman Martin, who is the bishop and pastor of the Maranatha Christian Fellowship Church in Dayton, Ohio. He was one of our speakers that we had at a previous men's conference. He spoke to us and gave us information on how to be a strong man of valor. That leads me to tell you that we are getting ready once again to gather men from around the city so that we can speak into their lives, men and boys as well. We know that it is critical for men to take a leadership role in making a change in the culture. It was God who, in the book of Ezekiel, said, I am looking for a man that will stand in the gap so I will not have to destroy the land. And God was looking for a man when he responded to Isaiah who said, Here am I, Lord, send me. God said, Who can I send? Who will stand for me? So we're looking for a man who will make a difference in the lives of their family, in the lives of their children, in the lives of the culture. Join us on Friday, May 5th. We're looking for men. We're looking for veterans, truckers, athletes, businessmen, educators, professionals, real men who will just stand up for their family. Come on out. If you have a custom car or a motorcycle that you want to show off, come on out. We're going to be out in our parking lot beginning at 4.30. We're going to have food, fun, and fellowship. We are asking every man to bring a young man or a boy with you. We want them to see men who will praise God, who will honor God, and who can have fellowship and fun. That is May 5th at the Light of the World Christian Fellowship Church, 16161 Old Umble Road. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.